0: You think Derek White would be considered a better player if he changed up his look? What do you mean? Like, whenever I see his hair, beard combo sides, I'm like, if he just tightened that up,
1: I think guys <laughs> would be like, hey, you know what? I want to get a Derek White t-shirt. Back, back. Back. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. clear. You can't do that again. That's not, Claire. 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 <laughs> <laughs> not fair. Please don't, don't aggregate this. Like Lillard Long Range Street. <laughs> Their
2: defense is atrocious.
1: I'm, I'm sort of the rock star. Right on the cowboy! People! People. Tiso Tiso is the official watch of the ND.
2: Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. You know, we love China, we love you know, planet. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, it just hits me right, right now. Shut
1: up and listen. You think you're better than me? All
2: right, we are back on the line. Uh, after a much-needed rest during the NBA All-Star break, Ben crossed down in Philly. BC, how are you, man? How is has uh, everything down there? Did you have a nice week away from watching basketball and checking your your fantasy squad?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been wow. It's been a weird kind of time. We took such a long break. I don't even really. Um, I mean, listen, it was important. We had a lot yes. of little nagging injuries that we sure. both needed to. Uh, I'm
2: still on the mend here, a few to, to, if to fix up. Can't tell, yeah, yeah, yep.
0: um I had uh, I had Achilles soreness in mm. in both my ankles. Mm. I had. Um, you know, obviously, my uh, both my shoulders are uh, are irreparably damaged, mm. so I'll be, uh, you know, undergoing some uh, some season-ending surgery pretty soon. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a much-needed break. Um, it felt strange not having uh, basketball to distract uh, myself, and yeah. um, instead having to turn to the world of politics to distract myself, which yeah. is. Uh, a much less healthy um, diversion, it turns out. Um, yeah, it is. But, a, uh, yeah,
2: it is a wild time, I would say. Yeah, in the
0: uh, the political landscape. Yep. for sure. <laughs>
2: it's nice to have NBA basketball back in our lives.
0: Yes, it's a welcome return yeah. um, to the uh, the wonderful world of hoops. Um, yeah, we uh, we're recording this on a, on a Friday, so we did get our first games last night. Yeah, did you watch fun. any games last night? I did. I tuned in a little bit to, um, to Sixers, uh, uh, Nets, um, although I fell asleep for basically the entire overtime. Yeah. Uh, because I was extremely tired from working the night before for the Democratic debate uh in which uh mike bloomberg just totally killed it uh <laughs> so proud of my 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 boy there um everyone go out bloomberg, and uh oh, yeah uh, yes uh man what a performance oh, um man. got a, a tour de uh, force. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um good times so um but uh yeah let's see i didn't want i didn't catch i was like sort of following along with uh heat hawks i uh Saw the Trey Young did some things um, last points. night. Yeah. yeah, did a little did a little damage there. Well, talk to um, me
2: about the Sixers Nets game
0: because I watched it too. Um, I, I didn't see the whole thing, but I I at one point the Nets went on like a forty four to six run or uh-huh. something like that, <laughs> just yeah. like one of those classic like the Sixers just don't know how to play basketball uh, yeah. stretches. Yeah. Uh, but then Embiid woke up, I guess, and he they like well, the, they're like playing a, without Ben Simmons. It's
2: someone that lives in Philly, who has like you know his finger on the pulse of the team a bit just being in in the area like what are your kind of impressions of the team right now like the state of things i don't know i i, I felt like watching i mean the it's the
0: exact it's the exact same as it always is with this team everyone yeah. is fucking freaking out at yeah. all times yeah uh, the, like the takes are just wildly illogical Swinging and, right and left. Ins- yeah. yeah and insane um i mean that like it's all totally warranted though like I, I I'm not gonna like anyone who th- yeah. wants to think anything about this team I'm just like yeah that makes sense I yeah. can't I can't argue against that because they are a a ridiculous team that is one of the worst teams in the NBA on the road and one of the best teams yeah. in the NBA on uh, at home which is like you know, usually there is a thing called home court advantage, but, like, it's not like this. It's not supposed yeah. to be this no, <laughs> this no, no, extreme. No, no. Um, yeah,
2: one image that I just can't get out of my head from last night's game um, is just, like, Embiid
0: looked so exhausted by the end oh of the game. Oh my god. When line. he was going up to the foul line, yeah. yeah, he looked so gassed. And I should say and he was at like he was at like 34 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't he, like he was playing, you know, 44 minutes in like a playoff game. It was like Ben Simmons was
2: hurt last night. I think it was, you know, the second or third game of the of the season that Ben Simmons has missed. And so mm-hmm. like the offense basically had to run through Embiid, and he basically yeah. put the team on his back.
0: And and you have to imagine, you know, he's coming off the All Star break. He was probably totally. doing a little partying, relaxing, whatever. I'm sure he yeah. wasn't like. And he you played. And
2: he played fantastically. I mean, I think from the line, what was he like? Fifteen of seventeen
0: from the line, or something yeah, like that.
2: You know, like he was crazy. on the line almost twenty, uh, uh, almost twenty times. Yeah. Um, so he played really well, but I couldn't get that image out of my head at at the end of the game after overtime. I was like Jesus Christ, this guy looks beat down, exhausted, and I feel like that is sort of representative of the team a little bit, which is just mm-hmm. kind of like when I think of the Sixers, it's kind of exhausting. It's just Oh God, it's, it's so like, exhausting. Man, yeah. Like the 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 hype around the team, the talk about the team, like can Simmons and Embiid work? Just it's it's exhausting like are they going to fire Brett Brown the whole the whole
0: thing. Yeah, everything is, is so like, fraught. Every, I mean, it's just like accepted conventional wisdom at this point now that if they right. lose in the first round, the entire team is getting broken apart. They are splitting up these two, you know, generational young talents Simmons and B like Brown's getting fired. Like it's all it's like this is it like if if you know if anything goes wrong like it's the end right which is crazy to me completely crazy but you know hey what what, what, what do i know
2: yeah it's kind of like the world we live in though it's like just everything
0: is so reactionary like so like
2: you know just like there's this like hair trigger kind of reactions that people have um you know when it comes to sports but um Anyways, man, so coming out of the All-Star break, there have been a couple of news, uh, you know, news and note kind of noteworthy things that have happened that I figure we could probably touch on real quick.
0: Sure. We'll do a little, this this will be our, our post-All-Star break news yeah. notes recap. Sure. Um,
2: well, the big one uh, is uh, John Beeline, I guess, stepped down from uh, his his coaching position with the Cleveland Cavs. Yeah. So John Beeline is out after 54 games, uh, in the NBA as head coach of the Cavs. Um, yeah, Ben, like just the the Cavs have basically been the, I don't know, epitome of NBA mediocrity, maybe excluding like the Knicks since LeBron left in 2018. Just general thoughts when you heard the news that he was stepping down, that there were issues. Um, JB Bickerstaff takes over uh, for the Cavs.
0: Yeah, I was confused that so JB, I, I like didn't read all the reports because I literally cannot bring myself to devote like care. an ounce of <laughs> of care or attention to this like just incredibly depressing sports franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I heard something about how like. The plan all along was for JB Bickerstaff to succeed Beeline, yeah, but in I mean, in in five years, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I, I think, mean, it's I guess that's like just take like take some it, spin. Yeah, you but take it like, with a grain of salt. It's like the they guy, hi, they it, hired him to become the head coach. Um, they gave him but a contract
2: f- to be the coach for at least five years. So I think when they say JB Bickerstaff is the coach in waiting, and he's this like young up and coming coach, it's kind of like a wink at like, look, this is an older guy that has only coached college basketball. We need to have someone that like, I don't mean to show him the ropes, but like is kind of familiar with today's NBA player. But I don't think there was any intention that JB Bickerstaff would be taking over the team in less than like (laughs) a year or two.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It's just very confusing because JB Bickerstaff is not young and up and coming. He's no, but not this a. Is, he's a bad coach who somehow keeps getting jobs. This is his um,
2: third, I guess, interim position, right? Wasn't he the interim coach after Kevin McHale got axed in Houston? Then he coached the Memphis Grizzlies after David Fisdale got axed, and then yeah. now this is his third gig here with the Cavs. So yeah, yeah he must be he must
0: be doing something right yeah, if he sure. uh, keep, keeps getting all these callbacks. I mean, um, it's just
2: like a weird, turbulent situation over there, you know, with Colby Altman, um, taking over for David Griffin, uh, you know, David Griffin leaving, obviously the year before LeBron left, uh, for Los Angeles. And, uh, Colby Altman was the guy obviously who orchestrated the trade sending Kyrie to Boston for, um, geez, what was it now? It was Isaiah Thomas Isaiah Thomas, and the yeah. first round draft pick that became Colin Sexton. So, mm. Good stuff.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, no, that, that uh, franchise is uh, an absolute disaster, and I don't care at all. I <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm glad I'm not a fan of their team, but at the same time, they're not really that much worse than the New York Knicks. Um,
2: no, they're 14 probably because and 40. They, uh, currently, yeah. 14 and 40 coming out of the All-Star break. I mean, it's just, yeah, there's a lot of discontent in the team. Obviously, you have Kevin Love. You forget,
0: like, Kevin yeah, Love and just like Drummond great commander on this it's team. Just, great combination of like old veterans who are locked into large contracts Mm. that are completely untradeable um but that are like definitely good enough that you have to keep playing them um and then these young guys who clearly need a lot of development and a lot of help but who aren't like really all that promising um like sexton and garland like haven't really shown you anything where you're like, all right, that's our key building block, you know, right. centerpiece here for the future. Right. Um, it's just all so depressing. Yeah. And like it, there's it, just no there's no end in sight, there's no like silver lining. Because they can't just go full youth movement because they still have <laughs> Tristan Thompson who they couldn't trade. Uh then they acquired Andre Drummond, who's like he's just like the prototypical, like oh, yeah, he's a star, quote-unquote, but, like, um, he will never lead your team to, like, real success. Like, he's just not going to be, like, sure, he could be a piece on, like, A better like a you know playoff team I'm sure he could eventually win an NBA championship in the right situation but like he's not gonna be the guy to like lead you there yeah Um, on the
2: surface he certainly seems like he could be like an empty calories kind of guy where it's like yeah the box score looks monstrous and silly and great but I'm not sure he's like the reason why you're gonna win or lose
0: right but then he so you bring him in so he just will kind of like stunt the development of any other like Young, big man prospect, which you don't already you don't have any of, so I guess it doesn't matter. Well, I um, mean, it's just
2: sort of ironic that it's like, okay, so I guess the uh, center that you have under contract, Tristan Thompson, is suddenly like out of the picture. It's just, it's like, you know, you have someone that you're currently paying, probably, yeah, $20 paying million, a lot of money, yeah, dollars,
0: like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, who cool. himself is also like a kind of a dead end, like the best years are behind him, right. um, just like not like. It's all, there's just not a single thing that's like promising or like exciting. Um, It's a, yeah, it's a disaster. And um,
2: one thing with the NBA that's interesting in terms of like GMing is that they're, you know, unlike Major League Baseball, for instance, uh, there, there's a salary floor and a salary ceiling, a salary cap. So mm -hmm. player, which means that like basically all teams have to spend at least a minimum amount of money. So oftentimes players get contracts from teams. They'll get a contract offer where it's like, Do I really want to play for this team? Not really, but they're paying they're gonna pay me this obscene amount of money. So why don't I sign the contract and then try to get myself traded later? And mm-hmm. that's a little bit what happened, I think, with the Cavs and, and and Kevin Love specifically, where it was like, you know, Kevin Love signed this massive extension after LeBron left. And it was pretty clear like where that team was going. You know, it was like pretty clear that once LeBron left, that the Cavs were going to have to reset the whole organization. And the Cavs gave this massive, I think like five year contract extension to Kevin Love, who at that point was like in his late 20s. Now he is now he's in his early 30s. It's like he makes no sense on a team that's trying to figure out if, you know, Colin Sexton and uh, and and Darius Garland are their future, you know, ba- is their future backcourt. So, right. So there's this, like, convergence, like you said, of, like, high-priced veteran talent and, like, 20-year-old uh, <laughs> lottery picks who are trying to, like, you know, get their sea legs. And it's just, like, a very weird... Um, Situation, right, right there in Cleveland, in terms of the roster.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck to them. I, uh, I wish them the best. Uh, All right. We also had news that uh, Kyrie Irving, uh,
2: the point guard for the Brooklyn Nets, your fantasy, your fantasy All Star stud, first. That's round right. The there. point
0: guard for the Brooklyn Nets and the fabulous Funderburks, Uh Kyrie fantasy is going, basketball organization. Yep.
2: Kyrie is going under the knife. It will end his season. He's having shoulder surgery. Um, the Nets announced this week that Kyrie will undergo orthostop- orthoscopic surgery on his right shoulder, um, and that's going to sideline him for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, I guess he, you know he was having knee pain, uh, which which sidelined him through portions of January and February, and uh, but the shoulder, the right shoulder impingement has been something that's been bothering him since November. Um, you know Kyrie played in 20 games this year with the Nets. Uh, he averaged 27 points, 6 assists, shooting 47% from the field, grabbing five rebounds. So a lot of, you know, a lot of great career high kind of statistical stuff, but obviously a big disappointment for the Nets. Thoughts, reactions when you heard that Kyrie was uh, going to be on the shelf for the rest of the year?
0: Uh, well, it was a big relief, uh, honestly. You know, I've, ha- I've, ha- I've had this guy on my on my fantasy team. He was my very first pick in the first round of our draft. He's kind of the guy that I was, uh, you know, really uh, banking my uh, my hopes and dreams on uh, this season. And uh, it was a rough go, you know. Uh, when he played, it was uh, just ecstatic. It was beautiful to watch. Uh and then he would not play uh for a very long time and then he would come back and he would play and then he would not play um so it i always knew that it was going to be a bit of a roller coaster with uh with young kyrie mm-hmm. i was willing to uh to hold on tight and enjoy the ride um but uh yeah i mean i have to say the last few weeks the ride has not been as much fun um and you know, uh, there was a period there where I was uh, strongly considering trading him when he back when he was playing and and putting up insane, um, you know, box score numbers. Yeah. I was uh, I was trying to figure out, oh, is it possible I could flip this guy for, uh, you know, who knows for a, for a Damian Lillard, maybe for right. a, um, uh, you know, just like a so healthier,
2: stable, more stable option. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but. I was just like, you know what? Uh, I don't think it's whatever. I couldn't get that done, or I or I didn't think it, I needed to because I was like, I think they're going to try to make a playoff push. It seems like the shoulder is okay. Uh, anyway, um, it's good to have that saga, that drama behind me. Um, I was able to uh, replace him with uh, a Tyus Jones, who I think uh, could Lovely. could. Could be the next Kyrie Irving uh, for my team uh, really love his game uh, you know not quite as flashy uh, for sure not 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 quite as big a uh, you know a marquee uh, you know uh, name and lights kind of kind of guy but um listen he's steady <laughs> he's uh, he's a leader hey man, that's uh, when, he's...
2: you know how I feel that's when fantasy basketball becomes fun you know what I mean yeah like when yeah know uh, fantasy... I'm actually like pretty psyched yeah it's it's the best I mean you I know, I've, I've ha- had this position for a while like I do secretly sort of root for my players to get hurt. One yeah. because, one because I like to put them on the injury reserve, and I like to mm. nur- like you know um, nurse them back
0: to health. Yeah, you got to utilize that IR IR yes. spot uh, to to the absolute max potential.
2: But two, I like being able to experiment with new fun toys from the waiver wire. And oh, it's the best. That's the best part of. Playing fantasy sports is learning about these weirdo NBA players that aren't, yeah. maybe aren't the flashy, you know, name marquee names. But Tyus Jones, hey man, like maybe he can average, maybe he can average twelve points and four assists, and that might that might do something for you, you know.
0: All I know is uh, I had I had Tyus Jones on my team throughout the fantasy playoffs last season, and guess what? I won the championship. There you go. So there you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be uh, it'll be fun. Um, but yeah, it's you're totally right. It's like You know, you have a a player on your team, you have that experience, you know, you sort of develop the relationship, you're like, okay, this is what this feels like, this is, this is cool. And then it finishes, and you're like, all right, now I can move on. And I want a new experience, you know, Um, it's a yeah, it's a little bit like... Uh, well, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Let's, um, let's yeah. Move on so to, um, listen, I, uh, I I'm hoping for the best for Kyrie. Mm. I think he's still. I think he still has the heart of a champion. Mm. Don't regret naming him to my uh, Eastern Conference All Star team. No way. one bit. He's a warrior. Um, he's uh he's a he's a glue guy, he's a real uh, locker room presence. Yeah. Uh I think a leader. I think the Nets are gonna be just fine. Yes. Um, and um, players yeah, love I think, him, man. I as I texted you and uh, Lucas and
2: Matt, like this is a kinda yeah, new is,
0: new new VP of the players' union, new, is that
2: right? Minted VP of the players union, P, like other players just love Kyrie. So Yeah.
0: Uh, Listen, they're gonna come back stronger next year. Yes. I have a I have a strong feeling that the Nets could take over as New York's team. That's right. So um yeah, hoping hoping for that. Um I'm sure that uh that everything is gonna wind up just fine for mm-hmm. Josai and uh, and that whole organization. Yes. So
2: um I'm wondering if uh so thinking about like second half, things I'm like keeping an eye on in terms of Ooh, what are our what are
0: our half. what are our five most interesting storylines, Chris? <laughs> can we can we name our five most intriguing our, second half? Uh, well, uh, yeah, plot lines. Here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm I've, actually just kidding. I don't. We don't need to do okay, that. But great. Um, I feel like every other podcast does that. Great. So.
2: Well, I'm wondering if you've had the chance to. We're going to talk at length. Uh, about the Houston Rockets. Uh, Yes, we have a uh, a different capacity than people might. We
0: we have a a special segment coming up here. uh, But I'm wondering if you've had a chance to see
2: them since they uh, shipped out Capella and brought in Robert Covington.
0: Um, not much. I like a little uh, what did I, I watched the game right before the break, their last game against uh, I want to say the jazz um, yes, right, right. where Westbrook was just like eating uh, uh, everybody up. Um, I adore this team, all I right. Do. I love them. I love I, I love the ask. weirdness. Yeah. I love the experiment. Um, I think that anyone who is like, uh, and by anyone, I mean Bill Simmons specifically, uh-huh. who is like, "This is terrible. This is not basketball. Uh, I don't uh-huh. want to watch it." Um, is a huge fucking dork right. and a loser. Yes, um, because this is so interesting and weird. And will it work? I don't know. Maybe not. But why not try it? They're not. They weren't going to be competing for a championship um, otherwise. So like. Why we the fuck not? I
2: fully support the OTL. Fully supports what our friend Daryl, Daryl Moore, yes. who's a friend of a good Pod. close personal friend yes. who we
0: text with often. We text with him.
2: He's he, he's super into podcasts and he's super into digital media. Yep. um so he's, he's a big of supporter fans. of ours yes. we are supporters of his so just to be clear if we ever talk about daryl on the podcast you can rest assured it's daryl morey the gm of the houston rockets but uh yeah it's it's super interesting what they're doing down there obviously so they're playing pj tucker at the center position pj tucker who fans may know is six foot five 245 pounds and uh, yeah, just just very exciting to see the uh, the rockets go all in on the uh, the small ball thing. It yeah. does feel like a last kind of hurrah you know for for Dan Tony and for yeah. and it's like I
0: love it I love it when uh, anyone is yeah. just like, I'm gonna this is all falling apart anyway. I'm just gonna get it weird with it for like totally. the, these are like the twilight days, you know it's like, it's like the the like the bizarre like kind of like end of a movie where things are just kind of like disintegrating and like everything is kind of falling apart and you're just like fuck it I'm just gonna I'm gonna embrace who I truly am um, and I love it I want them to shoot sixty three pointers a game minimum um, I want James Harden to draw thirty foul shots a game yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, like, it's legitimately awesome to watch Westbrook right now. Yes. Um, because he's, like, the team's center. So he's just not shooting three-pointers and literally only taking the ball to the basket. Um, and it's incredible. It's, like, the best. It's, like, what he was always destined to be. I feel like it's, it's finally being unleashed. Um, and I love, the like, the chip on the shoulder that he's playing with now. I mean, that he always plays with, but, like, I feel like even more so now that he's, like, kind of being, like, fully actualized. Um, Dude, last night they played the Warriors. They shot
2: 25 for 49. They almost shot 53-pointers. <laughs> Jesus. And they, they shot 51%. Yeah. Um, so, I mean.
0: How many did Westbrook take? Uh, Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook. Let me see. Here, I got it right here, actually. Okay. Westbrook took uh, two three-pointers, made one of two. Hmm. There you go. That's perfect. Yeah, just, you know, he's
2: just doing a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. Shot 10 of 19, 52% from the field, 10 assists, 5 rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing like Um, a maniac. It's very fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I love it. And, oh, man, fucking Robert Covington. That guy, like, everyone just forgot about him. He is playing ridiculously. Um, Yeah. He had four blocks, uh, fucking twenty points on uh, over fifty percent shooting. Five of ten from downtown. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like, I think, it, uh, and other people have made this point: like, they're just gambling on how how well can we shoot from three? Yeah. Because if they shoot fifty percent from three, guess what? They're probably going to win the NBA championship. Yes. There, that's probably not not going to happen. But it might, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like you can have a hot you can have a hot month, um, or like maybe you know one game. You're, you shoot 20% and you lose by 30 points, but the next game you shoot 45% and you win. It does and like, make if you can you do wonder, that four times in seven games, you win a series. It um, does
2: make you wonder how China feels about all this, seeing Daryl hmm. succeed and innovate, and it does yeah, sort a, of make me wonder
0: if they will amp up LeBron's PED, uh, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. I have I have to imagine that uh, that Beijing is is uh, heavily invested uh, right. in in in, in what happens here, and uh, LeBron will be used as the universal soldier. Sure. Um, oh and uh, I I, I can't, boy I, I wow. gotta say I do not I do not envy anyone who has to go up against well, LeBron it'll in be a
2: an exciting couple of months as we head into the playoffs to see how Beijing handles LeBron's uh, PED. Uh, supplements so yeah, yeah it
0: certainly will be and yeah. what was the news that uh i guess over the all-star break uh adam silver came out and and actually put a number to like how much the nba lost um, like 400 million it was like over 400 million <laughs> which is just really hilarious to me um so funny i mean i guess they shouldn't laugh because you know like some of that money the bulk of that money is being lost by the billionaires who own the teams um which is hilarious um But there certainly are, like, you know, employees of teams whose, you know, like, layoffs might happen or whose, like, pay is reduced or whatever. Like, that shit sucks, obviously. Um, But I don't know, like, this kind of, I don't know if we want to, like, Diving into this, I mean, four hundred million. Like, hasn't Bloomberg already
2: spent that much money on his on his campaign? Yes, yes, right, exactly. So it's. I think
0: maybe maybe it's three hundred million, but it'll be four hundred million probably by like an hour from now. I
2: mean, come on, and and what isn't his target to spend a billion? Uh, Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, which he will blow through.
2: Yeah, he's so come on, man, Adam Silver, you you got to know that's nothing to these guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so. uh, so, I don't know. Do we want to... Are there other uh, news items besides... Should we talk about the Knicks briefly or... Uh, I feel like we uh, or talk about just, the Knicks all the time. There's nothing Yeah, that's there. true. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, although, Tom Thibodeau could become their new head coach, which would be fucking incredible. Sure. Um, <laughs> um, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll deep dive into that when we get yeah. to it. Yeah. And I feel, that feel that like
2: we... Something to keep an eye on that I'm excited to talk about as the podcast like kind of unfolds the next few weeks is just like the eighth seed in the Western Conference and specifically mm. like... Very little secret how we feel about the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. We mm-hmm. want like I, I just I think it, it'll be fun to see if Zion and the Pelicans can get into the postseason, if the Grizzlies can make a run now that they've um, banished Andre Iguodala from the team. So just it, it'll be a fun uh, couple of months here to see how things shake out in the uh, the lower half of the Western Conference.
0: Yeah, there's basically no chance that we can get the Grizz and the Pelicans, is there? So I'm looking at the standings now, and it so, would mean that Dallas would need to get knocked out, which yeah. is probably not happening. And we want the Thunder um, to make the playoffs. They're the sixth seed. and Yeah, yeah. Thunder and Dallas seem pretty pretty safe. The West- um, I mean,
2: you know, surprise, surprise. The Western Conference is going to be really fun. Like, e- these sixth and seventh seed teams are, are really fun. And, uh, you know, whether it's the Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, I think maybe this is the last hurrah for the Spurs, um, the Pelicans, yeah. uh, whoever is going to be the eighth seed could be uh, could be really fun. But I'm really definitely pulling for the Grizzlies and for the Pelicans to
0: uh, yeah to get that last spot. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be tough for the Pelicans, but it's possible. Yeah. I mean, who knows?
2: Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. Zion has it in him. Um, ben, let's get to uh, the meat and potatoes here. Of, uh, <laughs> All right, of the show.
0: Our lead story. We, we buried the lead here, but yeah. this is our our lead story for our post all-star
2: recap. Um, so I was just sort of like perusing NBA Reddit one day over the break, just like bored out of my mind uh, during the all-star break. And lo and behold, I came upon this post about the Houston Rockets jersey sponsorship. And the the Rockets are sponsored by a company, maybe a group uh, whenever something is a corporate group, I'm always sort of yeah. like, yeah, that's the first sign that something
0: shady is happening. It's a, it's a group, Chris, because <laughs> I actually was reading a, uh, an interview, which we'll get to, uh-huh. but, uh, it's definitely more, it's more than one company. Oh, it good. is a, it is a, it is a collection of, of several different companies.
2: So the Houston Rockets are sponsored by this company called Rocket, um, yes. spelled
0: R O K I T I T. Yeah. Rocket. Rocket. But you know, a fun, mm. a fun misspelling, a cheeky misspelling sure. of the word rocket. Right. Um, which, um, yeah, I had never, I, I had never like sort of thought twice about. Neither I mean, time. when you watch these games and you look at the little patches on their jerseys, you know, some of them you recognize. Whatever. It's like I have
2: to say, uh, a lot you know, of them I don't. A lot of yeah. them, like, or you can kind of figure out what some of these are. Some of them are sort of like. We should probably do like, yeah, General Electric is like the sponsor, I think, for the Celtics. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Squarespace is the sponsor for the Knicks. You're like, yeah, that's a legit business. That makes sense. Um, I've heard of them. Yeah. 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 Or you can imagine what something is like. I know Biofreeze is the sponsor for the Trailblazers. You're like, I don't really know what Biofreeze is, but like I could basically sort of assume that (laughs) what that might be. I have yeah, no idea sure. what Rocket, I have no idea what Rocket group or Rock yeah. group is. So
0: I, yeah, it was like when I first read this, uh, it's funny when I like, I think I kind of like breezed by the headline when, when you first sent me this Reddit thread. Um, and I think I, I just read Houston rocket sponsor. Uh-huh. So I think I was like, Oh, they're like a corporate partner or whatever. Like maybe they like s- supply some concessions in the arena right. or something. Like I like, Totally, like bree- I like read the whole thing, and then only at the end did I like go back up and realize, like, oh no, wait, this is the company on their fucking jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is like their main number one corporate partner. <laughs> yes,
2: and again, um, I've 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 long been fascinated by the jersey patch sponsors Yeah, we situation. need to have like, we need
0: to have a, a draft at some point of of the uh, of the thirty uh, jersey patches. Yeah, and of, I actually, of I have a,
2: I have a surprise. I Have a surprise for you on that one. We're gonna have a, yeah, Ooh. we're gonna have a surprise guest. Um, okay, but let's just say there are big things happening for the Jersey sponsorship episode. Wow, okay, but, All right. um, but stay so, tuned, folks. Yeah, stay tuned. Yes, yes, yes. But so I've long been like kind of fascinated by the sponsorship thing, and uh, mostly just because like whatever i mean i understand this is like a larger conversation but it is just so like blatantly greedy of the league to sort of like put like just like selling ads on the jersey but whatever to each their yeah. own creating some revenue whatever do it fine i don't Listen, even care.
0: nothing wrong with making a little money these days no, all right no. chris
2: you and i are both a couple of bloodthirsty
0: capitalists let's get every dollar yeah. that we can of course but yeah, listen, I'm a, I'm a podcaster second and an entrepreneur first. Never forget that, of course.
2: But where this where this Reddit thread really caught my eye and became interesting to me is that you and I, I think it's bled into the podcast. But we have always had sort of a long standing fascination with the owner of the Houston Rockets, Tillman Fertitta. Oh yeah, Tillman. and of course, anyone who listens to the podcast recognizes, uh, or maybe doesn't recognize that it is the voice of Tillman Fertitta in our intro when yeah. he says, um, shut, shut up, up and listen, listen which yeah. is the name of his book. He wrote a yeah. book about being a businessman and the, it's name- the
0: name of his book and the name of his, his philosophy, yes. his worldview.
2: And so Tillman's, Tillman's worldview, his mantra, his approach to doing business is for everyone to just shut up and listen, shut up and listen, shut up and listen to uh, the
0: implied is shut up and listen
2: to me. Yes. yes to me. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, again, you can buy that book uh, on uh, Amazon.
0: You know, Barnes. Oh Apple, yeah, wherever I you urge everyone go out, yeah. purchase it in, in triplicate, give it to your friends and family. Yes, um, if you're, definitely. If
2: you're interested in being a successful businessman, go out and get "Shut Up and Listen."
0: So it'll anyways, help you in your personal business pursuits, and it'll also help Tillman because yes. he needs money. Yes, he desperately needs money.
2: <laughs> so this Reddit thread obviously caught my eye because it was about the Jersey sponsorships and about. The corporate, pon- the corporate sponsor for the Houston Rockets.
0: Yeah, it's and kind it's of going- a, a, a perfect cross-section yes. of, our, of all of our fascinations.
2: And basically, in a nutshell, Ben, the thread kind of is like a an investigation of who exactly is the company that is sponsoring the Houston Rockets. Yeah. They, what
0: is this mysterious is name, this Rocket, I've that we never see heard, on I've these never, jerseys? I've never
2: heard of Rocket or Rocket Group. What exactly is it that Rocket Group makes, and what do they sell? I think
0: I probably thought that it was Rocket Mortgage, Me but too. that's a different company. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's one of those things where,
2: it's funny, man. Sometimes when like a company has like a catchy logo or like a catchy name, you just sort of assume that it's a legit thing. And of course. Branding is everything. <laughs> Branding is everything. Well, it turns out, um, that there are some questions about who rock group is and this Reddit thread put together by a Reddit user named, uh, light visions light visions, light visions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so hat tip to the to light visions, uh, who's a Reddit user. And, uh, so, yeah, they put together a pretty comprehensive investigation here. So I thought we would go through some of the um, the various like branches of the rock group business. So it sounds like the most profitable part of uh, the rock group is the um, one of the first things that they distribute and sell is uh, is beer. Uh, they make a a German beer called uh, AKB beer and other beverages. And um, that appears then to be where
0: the uh, profitable side of the business uh, mm-hmm. is based. So Rock Group Rock was founded by two guys, um, John Paul DeJoria, okay. and, um, and Jonathan Kendrick. I think Jonathan Kendrick was like kind of like the main yes. uh, mind behind it, and then he partnered with this guy, John Paul DeJoria. Um, now, John Paul DeJoria is like, <laughs> I guess he's like he he has so he's connected in some way to the Paul Mitchell line of hair products and the Patron oh Spirits god. company.
2: Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Um which like Patron Tequila is le- is like a legitimate product. Like I yeah, yeah, of often buy Patron Tequila yeah. when I can afford it and it's like a very good uh uh and product Paul I would say. Paul
2: Mitchell hair stuff is in every barber shop like any 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 and he, and it's sold like Paul Mitchell shampoo is sold in every you know CVS, yeah. Rite
0: Aid around the country. So he's that's... like he's like the co-founder of that. Okay. So he clearly just like made a shitload of money, yes. um, and and then like decided to like branch out into like other endeavors. <laughs> Dude, this, this literally guy really is... reminds me. Have you
2: heard the story about the guy that created uh, McAfee antivirus uh, software? <laughs> no. Oh my no? god. So like. Yeah, that's another deep dive, man. But basically, the guy that created McAfee antivirus is like uh, is like running a drug cartel in like Brazil.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That yes. owns.
2: Yeah, just really quickly, that guy John McAfee, who created McAfee antivirus. Yeah, um, he was he's been on the run since 2012. For, yes. an adle- for an alleged uh, involvement in a murder in Brazil, and he was arre- cool. he was arrested in the Dominican Republic when his yacht docked, and uh, he had like a full like militia with like ammunition,s and yeah, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it was insane, yes. wow, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, back to, uh, back to Rocket. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you were talking about the founders of Rocket.
0: So, yeah, I don't know much. I I definitely need to do, spend a little more time researching these guys. I mean, this will, I think this will probably be the, the, the segment, uh, current segment here will, will be the first in the series, Chris. Sure. I think we're going to have to have a, uh, uh, you know, an occasional check in with, with Rocket Group or Rock Group, um, ROK. So, um, yeah, I found an article, uh well I, maybe we should just start with the reddit thread uh, yeah. and then we can um you know kind of branch out from there like um I feel like we should just read some yeah, from the thread yeah let's just
2: give like the 30,000 foot view of what some of the uh things the thread uncovered about rock group or rocket group uh were, were, were alleged so basically the thread in so many words, say, says that the company is like uh, like a scam that they don't actually make anything. So some yeah. of the things they are alleged to have had and sold uh, include one a uh, inexplicably inferior inferior basis Android phone that basically no one has and uh, it's largely purchased on Amazon or on websites with such promotions as you choose what you pay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, anyone who's listening to this, please t- like write in, call in, whatever, yeah. tweet at us. Tell us if you own or if you know anyone or if you have ever heard phone. of anyone who owns and uses a rocket phone. Um, they this were is also- a, a competitor, a competitor to the iPhone. Yes, <laughs> and uh, and the you know the Android, um, whatever, whatever their main like. Yeah. Uh, like Google smartphone is um, so it's it's a it's basically knockoff
2: of iPhone. All oh, the Samsung Galaxy phones, the Google yeah. Pixel, yeah.
0: This and now, while an iPhone might might uh, uh, you know sell for somewhere around a thousand dollars, I think probably these days. Yeah. Uh, the Rocket phone is only three hundred dollars. But um and but <laughs> it gets better, folks. <laughs> it gets so also, much better. They're
2: also selling bundled phone packages where phones are a sold with access to a doctor and a lawyer 24-7 plus, <laughs> plus life insurance plus a
0: breakdown service despite no
2: evidence that these services are, are ultimately available.
0: Um, Listen, yeah. you get the phone, you get life insurance with the phone, and you get yeah. access to a doctor a 24 doctor. hours, yeah. seven days a week. And a lawyer. Okay? And a lawyer. If you... If you have any problems at all, any, any physical maladies uh, that, that afflict you, you can use your phone to, you just say, phone, I need a doctor, and the doctor's right there. He's right in your phone. He's right, you don't even have to go to a hospital.
2: Hey, I uh, just bought this new phone, and uh, huge Houston Rockets fan, but also I'm uh, putting together a medical malpractice lawsuit. Or you, are a law, you are a lawyer that I'm calling, right? yes Uh
0: yes the phone is also a lawyer incredible yeah yeah Yeah. and your but wait life life will be insured yeah (laughs) there's so much more there's so much more the phone also comes with a homeland security app chris wow it's called the rock hang on i'm looking at it now it's called rhs rock homeland security now if anyone's curious about this or interested um if you feel a little less secure than you'd like to feel Mm. in your life if you uh if you have any suspicion that you are just constantly surrounded by criminals uh and terrorists in your life at all times you can get this phone app um well i think you get the phone you have to get the phone first i think the app only comes with this with the phone um and it is a whole suite of uh of, of little technical um uh, tools at your disposal Uh, such as a, uh, it, I guess they're a British company. So it all connects with CCTV. So you can basically connect to any CCTV camera in England and like spy on anyone you want. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, it has a fingerprint thing. It has like this recording um, thing. that's basically just like, um, you know, like, like uh, uh, the Apple's like voice record uh, function. But, but it has like a special thing where you can disguise the, um, the screen so that while you're using the app and like covertly recording a conversation, it can appear like it's just like a normal weather app that's, that's uh, showing on your phone. Very very tight. Um, it also has I was just watching um, the promotional video for the app. Yeah, everyone just it's, has to watch. It's there's a, there's a fucking four and a half minute long uh, promotional video on their website. Well, well, uh, well,
2: two things. First of all, in the promotional
0: video, they show someone using
2: the app on a phone, which I should point out is a Samsung phone. <laughs> Yeah, but then all the images of the app itself—it's just basically a series of like Google Earth images and like yeah. and like animations of like satellites, like beaming, um, like radio signals. Uh, it's very, very funny.
0: Yeah, you can it takes uh pictures um of license plates okay. uh, and then you can and then you can <laughs> if you take a picture of a license plate it automatically syncs to like a database so you can see if that license plate is like owned by like a criminal I guess and it like creates it like saves all the information like <laughs> like, like literally like a police station's um you know like, it's like poli- so like, it's a our, police scanner. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a police scanner um <laughs> oh with God. all with like yeah, I it's it's, it's it, it <laughs> It is a Cinco product, like a Tim and Eric Cinco product, but that would be used by Decker, like yes. Tim Heidecker's character uh, from <laughs> Decker. Um, like, it's literally a, a cross of, of those two worlds. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, but wait, there's also more. They also have... So I guess this isn't part of the phone, but the Rock Company um, yeah. also provides um, several uh, water filtration um, technologies um, that could be useful in solving the uh, the global water crisis. So again, this um, is a
2: company that manufacture well, it manufactures beer on the side, but then its main mm-hmm. thing right now is it has developed a competitor to the iPhone.
0: Yeah, and the phone. Comes, I think that like, the phone is the thing that they that they in the all the prom- and, like. Yeah, and all the materials like that the NBA put out because remember now this is an official right. <laughs> fucking partner of the Houston Rockets. Again. So there were press releases when this this the partnership formed in in 2018. So Apple, Goldman,
2: the iPhone. It makes a smartphone that comes with life insurance, a doctor, a lawyer. But in addition to that, oh, it has a security. It has a Homeland Security app. But in addition to that, they also create water purification devices.
0: Yeah, there's an unviable water purification product that failed. Uh-huh. Um, there's an unviable um according to the Reddit thread even more ridiculous quote all-in-one water filtration and cooking system. Oh good. Um which um you know, I guess I mean I, I guess like their idea is like they're they're marketing, they're selling to like third world uh, countries and stuff like India, I know is a is a country where they've like you know sort of try to do a lot of business, which a big like, market for them, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I can't I can't fault like the the sentiment of like sure trying to give like clean water to like people who don't have it in the world um, or even in America for that matter. But um, something that but, like, feels it's a little pretty about this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear that these aren't um, I don't really know that viable these guys are commercial products. Yeah, I'm just not yeah. sure that that's truly at the heart of what these guys are about. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, uh, so there's all these other things. So the director, uh, one of the co-founders, Jonathan Kendrick, um, this, uh, Reddit thread notes that he's a, um, he's the director of a large list of companies that went into formal liquidation slash administration. Um, and there's a whole list of these things, um, which I won't go through now. Um, and
2: I love that uh, he, um, you know, sees himself as a as a foe, as a, as a peer and competitor of Steve Jobs. Right, so right. So, in, on record at an event in India, saying yeah. Rock was the first
0: uh, company to invent apps before Steve Jobs. Right. Um, he claims to have invented streaming services, which uh, he says Rock invented streaming services, which we patented. He also says one of our partners is NASA. Mm-hmm. Our technology is NASA Engineered Technology. Awesome. Um, and another product that they that this company sells, which is not available because it's completely out of stock, is Marula Oil. Yeah. Um, which is, I guess, like a skin or hair product. Um, well, yeah, and, use it on both. Uh, right? Yeah yeah sure and uh and during this uh this the rocket launch uh that is the launch of the company rocket in india uh co-founder jonathan kendrick claimed um with regard to marula oil that we've employed 7000 ladies mm-hmm. to make this oil <laughs> we help 100000 family members we could go to 20000 women by the end of this year fantastic um yeah uh And now, one of my favorite things about all of this, you're like, all right, this is clearly like snake oil. Um, But John Paul DeJoria, the other co-founder... Somehow managed to get himself onto Fox Business Network. Yeah, baby. <laughs> he was interviewed by like Maria Bartiromo and like a lot of the other like Fox Business uh, like personalities uh, on on air.
1: Welcome back. 3D content with a click. A mobile brand is aiming to shake up the cell phone industry uh, with a game changing new device. In a Fox Business exclusive right now, Rocket is revealing its first ever smartphone that allows users to watch 3D content without any 3D glasses. Joining us right now is the co-founder of Rock Group, co-founder of Patron Spirits, and co-founder and chairman of John Paul Mitchell Systems. He is John Paul DeJoria, and it is good to see you, John Paul. Always a pleasure. And you know, we're launching these phones with the same philosophy we have at all our Paul Mitchell schools, give back first. All of our students participate you know, in raising funds to help people out. So we thought to start a business, why not change the dynamics? First thing we did was, before one was sold, we gave away free to homeless veterans, uh, that were on the street there oh, great. gave them the phone and at the same and time gave them some service. And then he gave, gave them to veterans. <coughs> so you, get, you, you obviously conquered the market with shampoo, mm-hmm. then
2: tequila, so yeah. I'm betting on you, not against you in this, but going mm-hmm. after yeah. Apple seems like kind of a uh, tough Competitive, tough person to go after. Um, can can you unseat the iPhone or just take some of their market share?
1: Yeah, what I'm looking at is not unseating anybody. I want everybody to prosper. I'm looking at a brand new field. It's a whole new area. Granted, they'll sell for under three hundred dollars each, and it's a smartphone that does unbelievable things. But we have a bundle that goes with it. For example, telemedicine. We're seven days a week, 24 hours a day. There's a doctor on the phone with you. Other technologies we're working with. NASA is one of our partners that's. Scan the body do unbelievable health things. we are going to do those in about three months from now. So shall we say we're a bit of a disruptor because the price, no one can believe, these smartphones are going to sell for under $300, mm-hmm. but they are. Well, you talked about uh, giving away some of the phones. That seems like almost giving it away compared to a $1,000 or, or more phone. What, what are we giving up if we're the customer and we're yeah. getting this $300 phone yeah. with uh, 3D uh, images? What, what are we not getting that you would get in a more expensive phone? Uh, an extra seven or eight hundred dollars. (laughs) <laughs> added on. No, this, this is a very advanced smartphone, and it has different things you can bundle on it, uh, life insurance. But this is for dollars. Uh, give you an idea. Recently, uh, we took the country of India. We're Wi-Fiing the entire country of India to help the lower classes become higher classes because we're putting them all on the internet, and some of our technology is doing that. And we're looking at right now doing a city in the United States, so people, no matter where you are, could triangulate and make phone calls anywhere in the world for less than five dollars a month. You are. True entrepreneur and innovator, JP. Good to see you. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. We'll be watching the it's developments. The Thank yeah. you, John Paul DeJoria.
2: When you think of the Houston Rockets, I, you think of innovation. You think of you know again the small ball lineups. These guys are always thinking outside the box, and that's what they have here with their corporate sponsor. They have a company that's thinking outside of the you know iPhone, you know like the the, the mainstream iPhone way of doing things. No, now you're getting a cheaper phone. At a discount of three hundred bucks, you said you're getting a phone with a lawyer, a doctor, NASA technology, life insurance. You're gonna get you're gonna get uh, water filtration. You're gonna get an oil that you can rub on your skin and in your hair. Um, this is a big time. <laughs> this is a big time company, Ben.
0: Yeah, um, I, I want to quote a little bit from an a interview I found with uh, with Rock co-founder Jonathan Kendrick. This is from 2015, so I guess around this time. Um, they launched a th- another thing called Rock Mobile. So one of my favorite parts about this company is that it's just like completely inscrutable. Like what, like like Rocket is part of Rock Group, but there's like other, there's all these other like spin-off things um, uh, and like sort of like sub companies, which, you know, is always a good, is like a, a hallmark of any good successful company. Um, so at one point in this interview... Um, this was after the, the, the launch of, of Rock Mobile, which I guess is, like, part of the phone, but it's, like, um, it, it's basically, like, the, the plan that you get when you get the the, the phone, I guess, Um mm and so but what what it comes with is a whole uh music streaming (laughs) system as well um so instead of using you know your itunes or your spotify yeah get rid of um you get rid of you get rid of all that um and you get you get rock mobile so you get all of that in one in one big bundle um and so this interviewer asks uh are you working with the record companies and uh And Jonathan Kendrick uh, says, we've signed up all the major labels. We have the same catalog as Spotify and iTunes. We've signed up three of the major mobile companies in the States. Um, I can't tell you who they are, but it's on the website. 20 million hotspots, blah, blah, blah. How much will the service cost? We're going out for $49.99 per month, including all of the music, all of the Wi-Fi hotspots, all of the minutes, and all of the text and data. This literally is a Tim and Eric Cinco product, where it's like you get the entire internet on these five CDs. Um, (laughs) And then he's like, we have an introductory offer where we reduce the amount for the first three months, but then it goes back up to Um, $49.99. And... um, he says, and then the, and then it's like uh, the interviewer asks, "Music is the differentiator." And he says, "If you listen to a song once or a thousand times, you'll never pay for your music again because we bundle it into your minutes. We pay for the music." <laughs> um, and then, uh, like further down, they get back, like a little bit into like the sort of uh, larger company history. And one of my favorite lines is, um, uh, "Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. Could you tell us?" <laughs> The interviewer asked, could you tell us about the rock companies that gave birth to Rock Mobile? And he says, quote, it's confusing because John Paul and I have about 15 companies all called Rock. (laughs) (laughs) The main public one is Rock Stars, and that's listed on the exchange. The company handles alcoholic beverages. We own a 700-year-old brewery, blah, blah, blah. We own the Marula Oil Healthcare brand. That's the Marula oil that I mentioned previously that is not available for purchase. Um, uh, that employs uh, women in Africa who make the stuff for us. They have a, Oh, they have a diamond company. Chris, oh, they have geez. a diamond company called <laughs> Rock Diamond. <sighs> <laughs> and of course rock global is our technical company we formed rock water which we're developing to solve the water crisis in california fantastic now this was five years ago so i assume that by now that crisis is in fact solved um, yeah uh and then uh the, the interviewer asks where does the name rock come from and he's and uh again this is uh, uh, ceo co-founder jonathan kendrick uh, says, I don't normally tell people this. I sort of retired in '98 or '99. I was driving my wife nuts, and she said, "You'd better go back and do something." Yeah. So I formed a new company called Rock R O K, which stood for Return of Kendrick, and no. that's the truth. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, Return of Kendrick. Oh my that's god! That's a little trivia for you, for you rockheads out <laughs> for there, you folks.
2: Rockheads. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. A rock actually is a is an acronym for Return of. Kendrick oh my god um, yeah so all right Ben um, I think we should call that's it that's probably enough yeah I think yeah. we should call it here I think this is gonna <laughs> be right. an ongoing you're, you're
2: cutting me off <laughs> yeah I think this is gonna be an ongoing investigation into uh, rock and, and rocket group um, but this is very fun excited to have the NBA back in our lives exciting yeah. to see how things shake out here through uh, the spring months man as as teams get uh Fired up and amped up for the uh, yeah. playoff push.
0: We'll be keeping our eyes on on Zion, yep. on LeBron, on, yep. on Rocket, on all the major storylines yep. that are going to be uh, shaping the, the remainder of the season. And
2: I got uh, maybe
0: not such a hot take, but uh, I think the Brooklyn
2: Nets, are. I'm keeping my eye on them. I actually think they're going to play pretty well here. I think they're going to rally without their mm. spiritual leader Kyrie.
0: I think a little let's let's pull together and do this one for Kyrie. A
2: little bit of a ewing theory, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I think guys like Dinwiddie and Lavert and Joe Harris and Jared Allen are really gonna step up and so don't be surprised if these pesky Brooklyn Nets uh, make make a run here in the Eastern Conference and cause a little cause a little havoc. Yeah, they've done it before. Um, all right, man. Great talking to you. I will uh, catch up with you next week. All right. Sounds
0: good. Right, my pleasure as always, my friend.
2: All right. That was a fun one. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at us at Line underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. Email us any of your thoughts or questions to onthelinepod at gmail.com. Check out previous episodes on our website on the line, please rate review subscribe to the show in apple google stitcher spotify wherever you get podcasts have a great week enjoy watching nba basketball and we'll talk to you next week